Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. I don't get how you guys are in the same house with the same shitty fucking internet. Almost did, and like when I go into recording straight after turning it on. It's fine now. Is it? Because I'm yeah. still lagging for me. Yeah. Your camera's lagging, but your voice isn't lagging. That's the only really important bit, honestly. Okay. All cool. right. Let's get ready to party. Got good lighting at the moment, Ola. Thanks, babes. I've got the lamp on. Nice. It's really fucking dark. It's so dark here already as well. It's freezing. We can't change cold. our light bulbs either. Because every time we try and yeah, change the change light, bulb, light bulbs, the, it uh, cuts, the, it I don't know, triggers a fuse and the entire house loses power. Yeah, all well, the lights in the house turn off. Yeah. Amazing. Alrighty, are we ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. You're here with the regs. My name is Ola and we're here with Betty. Hello. Hi. 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 And G. Hi. 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 Hey. Hello. Hey. Wow. (laughs) Haven't seen you in a week. No. Haven't really spoken to you guys either in a week. I've been like a hot mess galore <laughs> this week so i haven't been doing very well you guys have been super patient with me so thank you oh it's not been amazing buying a car sucks don't do it every time just every walk. time i see your instagram stories you're like week from hell want to die that was this <laughs> yeah, week yeah i know that was this week <laughs> this week was literally the worst week i've ever had i was just sitting there going why why is this happening to me like every moment that something could just go better. It just magically went 50,000 times worse. Perfect. <laughs> I know. It was. It couldn't be That's better. ideal. And then That's I just exactly finished. exactly what you want. I know. And then we're recording two episodes this week and I just finished the second book 11 minutes ago. Wow. Proud of you. That's yeah, good. I managed. I know. I was meant to finish it an hour ago, but I fell asleep. I had a nap. Worth it. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> It's all right. It's good that it, it coincided actually. with me with me spending the day out of the house and away from all self and service. Mm. Yeah. No, good for you. Yeah. Where were you? At the beach. It was warm at the beginning and then it got really cold, which is why I'm still bundled up. I'm not really sure why in New Zealand during winter you'd think, hmm, Because it was less cold than normal today. It was 13 degrees this morning. It was 13 degrees. I have to say. And there was like no wind. Yeah. So took the dog yes, to the beach. Yesterday in Australia was one of the hottest days we've ever had historically in winter. It was hot. It was That's like weird. schmoiling. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's weird. Eh? Whenever you do get a, like this morning I woke up, I was like, oh my God, so sunny, so warm. And that instantly was like climate change. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it ruined it for me. 
Mm, yeah, I know. It wasn't good. Yesterday we were all really concerned. We were like, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong with this world. Something's wrong with this you picture. Just Everyone feel was talking guilty. about it. You like me. You do. Because you're like, oh, I love a hot day. Then you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Our world's on fire. The ice caps are melting. I was like, oh my God. I just bought a new car and added to it. That's what I felt like. I was <laughs> no. like, this is the world. It's you. Turning around and biting me in the ass for buying a new car It's yesterday. your fault. That's why we had an unseasonably hot day today. <laughs> oh, love. Guest goggling mum machine. I know it's your, your our first like, tank. proper luxury car, and I have to say, I'm very confused by it. I tried to work out how to do something, and I had to YouTube it. And everything is computerized. You know how in like non-luxury cars there are buttons to do things. Mm-hmm. No, this you have to like work out the computer and it took me 30 minutes how to work out to auto close the side mirrors because everything is so narrow here that people take off the mirrors so easily and I was like I'm not leaving my mirrors open for anyone not in this car I just had to sell an organ to buy it and the cars like here like in the cars are like like Betty and Dane's car if you want to close the mirrors you just like push them shut (laughs) like you just shove them (laughs) you'd probably break every single electrical yeah they're like rip all of the wires up like a cascading like a butterfly effect I know I opened the boot when I was at the car dealer and because I don't know I've dealt with it for the last 30 years by using my own hands I was like physically pushing it up and pushing it down and the guy's like stop and I'm like why it's a boot and he's like it does it itself you just need to flick your leg underneath the boot and it'll open and close itself (laughs) I'm like what the heck that's crazy my car with my um AC stopped working, my automatic AC. I just shoved my hand behind the glove box and like ripped out a wire and then it started working again. <laughs> <laughs> like a whack. Like Dan's the the lights on Dan's like dash don't light up sometimes, but then if you reach out and like give it a good smack, then they'll all turn on. That's magic. My car has an option that if you're too tall, there's extra thigh support where an additional part of the seat will push out for you. Oh my god. It's like ergonomic. <laughs> it's so bad. I looked at it and I was like, no, this is too bougie. Like fucking European cars, man. I've had European cars before. They're not on this level. Like Audi <laughs> different, man. And we went into Audi and I was like, this is our budget. I'm not going over our budget. Don't even like, don't even look at me when it comes to going over our budget. And then they showed us the car that we wanted and they were like, oh, this one starts at $120,000. And we were like, okay, no, we're just going to leave. And then he was like, no, no, wait, don't go anywhere. I have the same car for you, which was X demo. And it's more in your budget. Mate, it's top of the line everything. Only done 3,000 kilometers and we got like $30,000 off of it. <laughs> my guy's done 300,000 kilometers. My guy's done 300,000 kilometers. That makes me And you me bought unlock. it for like two days. Yeah. <laughs> off a cowboy. I remember when you got in the car and you were sending me videos of you like playing cowboy music, like getting fucking <laughs> yeah, shit, trying I, to clean it up. Because I bought her off a cow farm. Her name's Mabel. I don't know what I'm going to call my car, but it's got to be some fucking like, wacko name like Florence or something. Because it's I reckon your nice. car looks like a Martha or like a Brenda. Yeah. Or like a yeah. Bartholomew. A Bernadette. <laughs> like I she know. looks like she goes, she looks like she's a bodybuilder. She goes to the My gym. brother's name is Bartholomew. No way. Such, yeah. A little Barty. You call him Bart? 
bar. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Back to what we're meant to be doing today. Hey. Um, I have no news. Just <laughs> FYI, there is no news. I have none. Don't ask me because I haven't even looked. I opened my Kindle for the first time today in nine days. So there so probably is news. That's, you just don't have any. Yes. I yeah. just don't have any. Find your we own will news. not be. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out. Or we'll send. We won't can be somebody please news. just like be our free PA and just send us shit when people are going to be releasing stuff so that I can just announce it? No, I think that's our job. <laughs> a free PA. A I want a free PA. Like I want a free PA to do everything. <laughs> can we just have a free PA that will also admin. check our emails and do our calendars? Yeah, do you want to do your internship <laughs> you with us? hate admin. Yeah, do your internship. We'll sign off some university documents, pretend that we're a major company. Yeah. Are you in university? The media right now. Yeah. For, us. for free. Contact us for free. We'll sign whatever I'll you I'll write need you us such a good like letter of recommend reference. reference, like letter of recommendation, yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Whatever. Just message us because we're all drowning. And at this point... I leave in a week and a half and I have never been so fucking If it makes you feel life. better, we're not pay we're not not paying you cuz we're cheap. We're not not paying you cuz we don't make any money. Yes. <laughs> this podcast is pro bono. We're talking about um Pucking Around by Emily Rath today. We got the This is the only TikTok book that I've been able to swallow and be like, I fucking love it. And they're, 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 there's always the exception to the rule. Exactly. Always. And anyway, we'll get into it. So what do we rate it? I think I'm going to rate it like, I reckon it's like a three and a half to four star. Good, good. The, that's a yeah, solid yeah. rating. The book by itself, three stars. The book with the extended epilogue and the prequel, I'll give it three and a half. Those really added to the book. Does it does? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, do you know what we always talk about? This. This is the sort of book. It's a. Sa- it's the porn sandwich. Yeah. It's like it's the out. It's the bread. Yeah. Before you get to the meat. It's your um. Yeah. It's your your stable everyday diet. You know. This is like yeah. There's... This is your beans and rice book. Yeah, porn and book. if you just want smart. For fucking a million pages, open it. If you're a if yeah. you're a meat and three veg kind of gal, if you like to eat dinner at five pm every night and be asleep by nine. <laughs> this, this is the book, book for you. Aola. When you said meat and three veg, I was like, fuck, there's three dicks in it. That makes so much sense. <laughs> exactly, meat and three veg. That's a perfect way to explain a reverse harem: meat and three veg. <laughs> this is the kind of book for you. It's simple. It doesn't ask a lot yeah. from you. You don't have to think. No. There's and no you don't toll. even have to remember where you left off. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that a lot, actually. Like, because I, I, I often fall asleep reading. So, like, normally I'm, like, really confused when I pick it up again the next day. But this one, I was like, okay, just keep going. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can if you just miss, keep like, going. Sentences. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. All right. I'll read the blurb and then we'll get into what we like, what we don't like, and our favorite sex scenes out of the 7,000. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my name is Rachel Price and two months ago I walked away from the perfect man. 
sweet and funny and so hot it should be illegal. We shared one magical night, no names, no strings. I never thought I'd see him again. I was wrong. It turns out Mr. Perfect is the playboy grinder for the Jacksonville Rays, the NHL's hottest new hockey team, and I'm his new physical therapist. Oh, and the jerk doesn't even recognize me. This fellowship is going to be the longest 10 months of my life. Mr. Perfect Mistake will do anything to get back on my good side. Meanwhile, his best friend is the surly new equipment manager always riding my case. Worst of all, I've got an uncooperative goalie who thinks I can't tell he's hiding an injury. This is my chance to prove myself and I'm not risking it for anything. But with one unexpected night, one secret revealed, these men are ready to test all my limits. I can't fall for a player, let alone three. But if love is a game, these guys are playing to win. No, perfect. Pucking around. It's, it's, a, it's a good blurb. Yeah, good blurb. Blurb. Yeah. yeah. What do we like? Our favourite parts. Yeah. Um, you, you guys go first. I need to think about it. Ma. I can. Go, you go. Oh, do you know no, no, you go first. Oh, okay. Mars and um, Jake. Just the characters. And also, d- yeah, like characters. I just love them. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they've—I don't know why—I'm obsessed with them. It's what I want in my life. If I was to have a reverse harem, I would want two of them in there. Not that I had a problem with the other guy, Caleb. What's his name, Chase. Caleb. Great, throw him in. Fantastic. But I actually just really liked the men in this book. Fair yeah. enough. I. And I also liked all the sex and the fact that I didn't have to think. And yes, that's my likes. Mine. You're welcome. I. I'm not like a huge, like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Reverse Harem. Which is absurd. So the part I liked about this book is it all didn't center around Rachel. Because my problem with Reverse Harem, right, is that you get all these men who have nothing to do with each other, don't like them, and then their world changes just by, like, one woman. And, like, it really annoys me because that's not how that should work at all. Like, she, no one is that good that they're going to change the lives of, like, four people. I like this. I am. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I like reverse harem because I could be her. Yeah, I could. And she actually, can I can I say something before you keep going? Um, the best thing about it was is that they all weren't that keen to be in a reverse harem. Yeah, they did it because they loved each other, and I liked it. Yes, I liked it. I liked this book because it wasn't all about her, and they had their own storylines and their own lives and their own personalities and their own goals and dreams and whatever that were like outside of her as well as within the relationship. It was more than just the relationship, although the relationship was a fucking huge part of this book. They were always fucking each other. But at, <laughs> but at least they had, like, I don't know, their own issues to deal with outside of her. I love gay sex. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking love gay sex. Isn't Holy it shit. good? It's just so... Oh, and you I, know what? It was just, like, so just... easy in this book. Like, it's a good way to enter gay sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think my favourite part of the book was... Probably like my favorite like actual like part of the book like my favorite scene or like moment or whatever was probably the extended epilogue because I liked that it gave you like a more in-depth glimpse into yes. what their lives actually look like like how as opposed to like you know once they get over all the drama and the newness or once all that the emergency off, like, how do they actually operate as a family that emergency yeah, contact like that, scene that was, like, crazy. That was, that was yeah. such a good scene yeah and then I also loved that it wasn't just heterosexual sex it was gay sex involved which is just i don't know i was talking to biddy about it i think just after we both finished the book and i was like why do why is gay sex so good and i think it's because we are just like so saturated with straight sex like we get kind of you get used to it you get bored of it gay sex is something different 
No, it's because men are getting pounded by other men. It's about men being <laughs> about power over men. That's why everyone loves to read about pegging too. Because the yeah. minute you've got a man under you, you're like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" Also, I'm because destroy it's like, that I know, ass. I want I want my like my big strong men to be vulnerable. Like offer up their fucking arms. Yeah. You like a there's something good. <laughs> I think there's also something about like I don't know, just a man expressing emotion. Where you're like, wow, this is yeah. new. And not being afraid to like to be like vulnerable in that way. Like that, like I feel like if a if a guy in a book is like, Yeah, like I'll totally try this, you're like, Yes, don't be toxic. Don't like let your masculinity get in the way of your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a very it was a, a big, big for the, the gay stuff. Yeah, middle of the road book for me. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it. Like I, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't put in this book expecting five stars. That's I'd, not the I'd point of this call book. It like, this would be another great example of like a beach read or like a vacation read, you know, something that you can just like get through res- like relatively quickly. It doesn't suck you in. doesn't leave you with like heaps of feelings, you know, like you've got a casual relationship with this book. Yeah. And the reason why I chose it, as I said, is not because I was expecting everyone to give five stars. It's just to like break it up a bit. Because we went through, yeah. like, such shit. But I knew that this would either... This can't disappoint. It's just sex. Like, you can't fuck it up unless you're spelling a shit and you don't know how anatomy works. <laughs> like, it's really quite simple to keep... Well, no, it's not simple to write a book, but it's quite simple to please people. Mm. If you keep it chill keep it and yeah. easy. Yeah. Also, so, yeah, that's another favourite part. When Rachel was, like, throwing a hissy fit because she got suspended, rightfully so, she was fucking her patient whatever yeah it's big no no yeah. she would lose her medical license yeah anyway she, got, <laughs> she wouldn't just be suspended she got suspended and she was throwing a hissy fit and then jay and then kayla was like no like if you want to go like you go like i'm not gonna beg you to stay okay yeah that was like the best bit because it never really happens in these romance books like they always like i'm like please don't leave me like i can't live without you and he's like if you don't value me like go fuck yourself like you go like see you later yeah and it was, was a nice a change in pace from what I'm used to reading. Yeah. Caleb did have a really good, um, like, he grounded everyone. Yeah. I think especially and Otherwise, Jake. if they had, like, another Jake or, like, another Mars, then it would have just been a bit too much. Whereas mm. he just kind of made it more real instead like of... Calm. Mm. Yeah. And just, like, he, either, yeah, he could think clearly, it seems he like. He was kind of cringy, to Jake though. and Mars. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cringy. Like, the, okay, I'm sorry, but the, the scenes where he's doming Jake and Rachel, Ooh. they were pretty cringy. When he sings. <laughs> oh, when he sings. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like that was like one of the moments where I was like, oh, I God. Think, I think I need to skip this bit. Like I wanted to my least favourite parts. Um, that was probably my least favourite part. Mine was the part that nearly made me vomit. Is. Oh, yeah. Them sharing each other's cock. <laughs> oh god, it was so hard. I just like I don't I don't do spit, and this was and there was literally spitting coming each other's mouths, and I was like, <laughs> come sharing. See, I liked it. No, I like filthy shit. It made me nauseous. I like things to actually be like a little bit like like genuinely filthy. Mm-mm. I don't because it is. It's like because it's super debasing, and I love that. It's not even like the idea of. Oh, it's, it's not like the concept of it. It's the mouthfeel of just having like to hold cum in your mouth, and then someone <laughs> spit in it. <laughs> no. 
It's like gone all weird. It's I feel like, like when you cool. overthink it and you over talk about it. No, it's no, the moment I read it on the page, like I, my mind instantly went to like the like holding cum in your mouth and how that would feel. Yeah, and she had like made... a physical reaction yeah, on the gagging. couch. <laughs> okay, fair Which enough. Is... I thought it was hilarious. Also, another no, that is so funny. Probably least favorite part is like there wasn't really much of a conflict point. Like they kept building up like their relationship was going to cause all of these problems and they would lose their job oh, like and, with like, the job like the and like the nhl like everybody will hate them because like they're not used to this kind of like relationship and then it built it up so high that you thought like something at least bad was gonna happen and then just nothing bad happened like there was no ounce of there wasn't really any it ounce was, of conflict it was yeah i guess because like it was resolved like off page as well like because obviously that chapter was from rachel's point of view and she knew nothing that was going on and then it was like she just like went out and met them and everything was fixed yeah. So it was, yeah, I felt like the resolution off page was kind of made it feel like a little bit of like an anti climax. No, fair enough. My least favorite part of this book is that it is that it like that it's TikTok famous. It's also ridiculously <laughs> long. What? It's I weird. hate that it's TikTok famous because I do not trust TikTok and then it gives me like anxiety that we're missing out on something and I refuse to ever do a TikTok book again. Because I read this before we made the decision not to do a TikTok book again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I've got mad anxiety that we're going to miss out on yeah, something. You read this and I'm actually terrified ago. of reading the fourth wing. I'm going to be reading the fourth wing. Yeah, but yeah, what BD if it's book. shit? It's a TikTok book. But it, Sorry, it, it, dropping <laughs> it was, I don't, I saw it on other things before I saw it on TikTok. I saw it on um, like book groups first. Okay. Which I try. I also just say. What? Yes, book groups, fantastic. Anyone who thinks Icebreaker is spicy, you need to read Pucking Around. But or just read any other book. But like, I think you should. Like, I think you should read all of Pucking Around. Like, I fucking. You should can't. read like the one yeah, night, the prequel. the prequel, like the book, and then the. Extended. I didn't read the prequel. The prequel's good. It's only like seventy I didn't pages. I read the prequel either. It's really but I nice. Read the extended only... Is it good? Yeah, it's like 70 pages. It's literally just like how she met Jake and them just like fucking and then it was it. And like how she left. Like it's not, it's just like a 70 page thing, but it's kind of nice to read. It gives you a little bit of context into like where their heads are at. The next book comes out a few, like maybe a week before I fly back. I probably won't be. So I'm going to download it and read it on the plane. The one with the. Fair enough, I will. It's not that like I don't like the author or the way that she writes or anything. I'm just not like super invested in the story and I wasn't really invested in Tessa's character anyway because she's just not really that much of a part of it. No, I really liked her. She wasn't really... I don't know. I'm going to read her. I fucking loved her. Fair enough. Like I know I didn't give it a fight, but I loved it because it did what I needed it to do when I was having like a down mood or something I read it and I was like oh this feels nice actually... yeah it's like a, it'd be a good book to read if you're stressed yeah I don't think I'm a sports romance girly that's illegal I I like sports romance I don't know you're there fired. is something weird about it <laughs> I read actually a you really are the weakest link <laughs> a really good sports romance that I read I actually I quite like the ones where like the women are also playing sport like I read um Saffron A. Kent, her St. Mary's Rebel series, a lot of that is about like soccer. So, like, a lot of them like play soccer, or like, and then the first girl, Salem, she plays soccer. And then also, 
fucking culty by mariana zephyr that is a really good book the slowest burn that has so ever slow. been written on the planet i refuse yeah. to read it but they bonded like over their like passion which was suck it i refuse to read it you should read it because it's incredible mariana zephyr is no, i refuse to read it. it because like if i'm gonna read i'm gonna read to what to read some fucking i read the new Anna basic Todd bitch book. like that the falling oh you did Anna Todd didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <gasps> Betty's conclusion that she's come to. Oh, that's big words. We're going to get cancelled. <laughs> no, it's actually it's completely messing. She obviously did write it because the chapters are like. Are you sure about that? Well, I know Anna Todd wrote it because she does that thing where like chapters are only three pages. You know, then. Can we just quickly go? We'll come back to this. Can we quickly talk about our favorite sex scenes and then we're going to okay, sure. go into yeah. the whole Anna Todd thing? <laughs> favorite sex scene for sure in the epilogue when they're all blowing Mars. Oh my God, that was my one too. No, mine oh is. Because I was like, my one was like, I was like, oh my God, they're gay for love. <laughs> they're all gay for each other. Like, and I like, love that. Like, he's not yes. even gay, but he loves them, but it's so he's for gay love. for love. Yes. That wasn't mine one, but my, <laughs> oh my favorite God. scene was a gay scene and it was one. Caleb was watching Jake play in the extended epilogue and then Jake like winks at him and he's Fucks like the- and he's like I like that have to so do hot. this right now like I have to go and he like yeah. hands his kids off to Mars and is like running through the stadium <laughs> I need to get laid <laughs> I need I need to day. fuck some ass just, yes was, no it was amazing that was yeah that one was the whole extended epilogue had better sex scenes yeah I love the extended epilogue that's probably one of the so best extended epilogues I've read it was I think so it was, good. I think it was, do you think it was also good because like the actual book was like quite long and there was like quite a lot of filler, but the extended epilogue was like quite punchy, mm-hmm. like a like yes, you know, it's shorter, so a lot, yes. a lot more content pushed in, and it like skipped, thing. it like yes. skipped scenes, so there wasn't the fluff in between. Like you just got like four or five significant, All of a three years like later. significant yeah. scenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go back. Anna oh, right. Um, no, I know. Like, I... Thanks for listening, guys. We need to go back to Anna Todd <laughs> Okay, now. so Anna Todd has a very specific way of writing, right? Mm-hmm. Where her chapters don't make sense at all. So... <sighs> My fucking God. We actually need to talk about After. Let's start off with After and then we'll go into this. Okay. After is the most bizarre fucking series I've ever read. I've never been so stressed as I have when I read it's After. It's very strange. It's, it's but so... It's... It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's a roller coaster. It's so bad. It is. It's so bad. It's good. Yeah, it's so bad. It is good. And and, like, I love. I read it, and I was like, I read it, and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever read. And then six months later, I was like, what the fuck? I read the original. It it tricks you into liking it when you read it. It tricks you into thinking it's amazing. Because you get sucked in, but then you realize I just read a bunch of bullshit about some weird shit. Let's talk about the fucking virgin blood thing. <laughs> that was the most insane scene I think I've you saying ever read in my life. The that cannot be the normal. That cannot be okay. The bed you know sheets. what's worse? No, that's a fucking red flag. Like, that is psychotic. That is, like, honestly. And then you end up back. And then the fucking ending of the fourth book. Listen. They just keep like jump like you know you're gonna end up together. You know what the worst part Stop is? Stop with the fucking angst until the last three In, seconds. I, like just give it a rest. I read, I read the original Wattpad series first, so like unedited, yeah. undrafted, like still using the original In fiction. Still using the original One Direction names. Okay, like nothing had been changed. The end. So I read the whole thing in three days. 
because I was just glued to the couch, like obsessively reading this because the unedited version. Imagine being Harry Styles. I, I think he sent like a cease and... He did. She's not allowed to go near him. He's got a restraining order against her. Anyway. (laughs) So I read this whole thing unedited, which made it so much better. It was even better than the actual like published books. But the change that they made is in the end of the Wattpad, they fuck in the bathroom. They say like, we should get married. Which book? Like the end of the entire series where they like fuck in the bathroom at Landon's wedding. They fuck in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, And then they say they're going to get married in the Wattpad original one, they start to drive to Vegas and then halfway through Vegas, they go like, this is a bad idea. And that's how the book ends. So when I read it for the first time, there was no happy ending. So I read what, like two, 3,000 pages? Like two, three, like four, five. Okay, fine. Like four, five five thousand pages to have it end like that, to end with no happy ending i'd i'd blow my computer up (laughs) i would blow my computer up you couldn't stop me i would find anna todd and i'd slap her because that is not fair you don't whatever she already did the amount of angst that she put in that book a is not healthy for a person to go through because it's genuine stress your body like my body was stressed out i wasn't sleeping properly i was like what the fuck is gonna happen next and normally at the like fine at the end of the book there's a cliffhanger no she was like literally hanging him by the toes on the cliff and letting him go she was yeah. like no we're not gonna we're not gonna save you and take you back up onto the cliff no she's like i'm gonna fucking destroy Dude, your soul dead fucking dies of a heroin overdose <laughs> that's the thing as well like you can't you can't get a break with anna todd she doesn't believe no. in like being happy like you get maybe like one one page yeah of happiness, she's a and then everything bitch. comes crashing down again so like over the course of the whole series like everything that can go bad goes bad. Every bad thing that like Harden can do to where he does, every bad thing he can say to where he does, any bad thing that can happen with and her she family is a little fucking bitch by taking him back every time. Dude, when she gets when she gets love, set up, that's fucking Stockholm syndrome. When she gets set up by Steph for SA at the party, and then Molly yes. saves her, and then she refriends Steph after the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, so are you kidding me? She locked you in a room, drugged you, and sent lads in there. And you was like, oh, it's fine. You didn't mean to. Just because she was in love with Harden the entire time. That was such a good twist, though, as well. To find out that Sniff was the villain and Molly was actually like an all right person. I was like, go Molly. I was like, Molly is my favorite character. Team Molly. Yeah. I am. What is the main chick's name? Tessa. Tessa. I am anti-Tessa on crap. <laughs> you cannot find somebody who is less liking of Tessa than this bitch right here. She is weak, she has no personality, and she has no respect for herself. Can we also just, like, what also receives, like, a gold standard mention is the film adaptations of these movies. Oh, woo-hoo, no. Woo-hoo, they woo-hoo. have literally Disgusting. become, like, a hallmark of, like, all of our friendships at the moment like all of mine and Betty's friends like every time a new one comes out we get together and we watch them all again and get drunk you have no idea how many fucking times i've seen the first after movie i've seen the first after movie at least like upwards of 25 times because we just put it on it's like a comfort movie for us now like if we see one go up we'll just be like oh just put that on no bueno. It's not happening. Uh, so good. I could watch it a hundred times. And I don't think I'd ever get bored of it. Sometimes I watch the first movie and then I go like, I could watch that again right now. Do you know what I would yeah. prefer to do? Read the second book of 365. 
the dead dog. With the dead dog. Then watch after. Anyway, okay. Because a, I know that Betty's gonna go. Oh my god, this scene is amazing. Or I can just, I can say it. I can speak the words. Or yes. Or you're just gonna fucking just tell us the whole dialogue of the movie, and I'm just gonna be sitting there going, "I." That's what we do. It's so funny. Like when, like when you get up to bits, and then you just like quote him, and it's like hilarious because he has like the stupidest lines, but also like he's hero finds Tiffin. The actor that plays him is so unreasonably attractive. Yeah, fuck like, yeah. He does not deserve this. He's so hot. No, he and Josephine, La- Josephine Langer- and Langford probably thing- doesn't deserve to be in it either. But Can I just say that OG dad, the OC guy, knew how shit it was and disappeared. That is, that is yeah, how shit so the many are. actors that have left. There's I know, because it's so, many so people have been recast. shit. Because it's so shit. And they were like, we do not want to be affiliated. In the last movie... There's only ten minutes worth of content of Josephine Langford playing Tessa because she drops so out of the coming out. This she year. drops out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. She drops. She pulled the main character Tessa pulls out of the movie. So there's ten minutes. So like how actress. were they doing the last movie? She, there's ten. It's, they're focusing it on Harden. And there's only ten minutes of content of her in the entire movie. And I think it's at the end. So it's yeah. focusing like on like all the time that he spent apart from her. Yeah. Like before they meet oh up again in New God, York. Oh my God, this just makes me want to shoot myself. I'm not watching it. Sorry, let's talk about the falling. Because that's the, the new Anna Todd book okay. I just read. Okay, yeah. so there's no smart in this book. Which I was really... There's no, there's no smart. smart. But that's because she hasn't slept with the character Oh my God. But it's also like... Oh, that's right, because it's one, one of three, three books. books. Oh, okay. fucking kill me. The, the premise is... There's this 20-year-old girl and she her dad is like an officer in the military and she's just like been living around like military bases in the US her entire life. Her mum leaves because, you know, she has to have some childhood trauma because she can't deal with like the constant moving and her dad kind of like being like a stern officer. So the age of, she also has a twin brother. At the age of 20, like she moves out ends up buying her own house and is like a massage therapist and her brother's just like a criminal basically like that's her life she like ends up doing a massage for this um like um quite young um, army sergeant or whatever and that's like where their relationship starts pretty much and then you just like follow this like relationship where she knows that he's always gonna leave but like so they can never like be together but like they're like on and off where they're like towing the Does Anna Todd just think, hate herself? So like they're towing this Or maybe she hates boundary. She's like, I wanna make them. Yeah. Suffer. But the book I'm not gonna ruin the end of the book in case people want to read it. It's fairly new. But the way that the book ends is the most anticlimactic cliffhanger in all of existence. It's meant to be this huge cliffhanger, right? Where you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? And then you get there and you're like, I actually kinda really don't like I, it's not like not that big of a deal, but whatever. Classic. I find I find that so many people say that. Okay, so I feel like I'm going to offend some people. Tate, oh, is it Tate James who mm-hmm. writes the Hades series? Okay, love the Hades series, but everyone was like, "Oh my god, she's a cliffhanger queen." There was only one, and they're like every single book in her cliffhangers are crazy there was only one book where i was like oh this is this is mean like how are you going to get out of this 
Whereas cliffhangers yeah. don't really bother me unless if the whole series isn't out, then maybe. But if the whole series is out, I'm like, well, there's obviously more shit going to happen. That's what um, Scarlet St. Clair's Hades and Persephone series. Like, I didn't realize that they weren't all out because they were already like three out. Read them. Big cliffhanger. And the next one, mm. don't don't even know when the fuck that's coming out. Oh, probably in six years. So We've been waiting for London years. Town. Yeah. Big cliffhanger. Do not know when it's going to come out. Yeah. I don't even remember um, what the cliffhanger He's got like a anymore. long lost... His sister didn't die in the fire. She's like... Oh, the sister. Yeah. The yeah. sister, the sister. She's, she's evil. evil. Yeah, she, she? She's evil. Like a, another gang, whatever. Yeah, because she was like put into a cult yeah, or I, some I don't know, shit I can't remember. she hates everyone. Yeah, dude. Doesn't, she's she's have, in like, charge. Wait, she's a she, mafia like, boss. Yeah, she and then she got like retrained as a mafia boss for like the yeah. competitive gang in Switzerland or whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Ina Todd probably did write this book, but... The writing is so substantially better than the after series, and I will give her credit. Because they just she had she had video yeah, editing. Probably. I will give I will give her credit for that. <laughs> it is significantly well written, a lot less trauma, more genuinely interesting and captivating, but not in like a why the fuck am I reading this way? In like a oh this is nice. Oh, it's like well, a lo- it's like a lot it's less a traumatic. I don't know if this is a bitchy thing to say, but I think she needs to go get some therapy. She could be just completely fine. We, we read fucking fucked up shit all the time. Like, I love these books. Don't don't ask her to get therapy because then she'll change how she writes and then what will I read? I don't know. Everything else. <laughs> you make it seem like you've been reading after on repeat, like, the entire no, time. No, I read it one time and I'll never I've read do it, it again. several times. I know yeah, because I read, you are unhinged. You also need yeah. I read the Wattpad series. It's that's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up that it's your comfort read. You need to be institutionalized. You should be with your criminal buddies it's hanging out because that's because not normal. Not, I understand that it's comical. It's not real. It's hilarious. Yeah, but the fact that you keep rereading it, it's like people who reread Fifty Shades. That's the same like level tra- for me. Like it's not like it's no longer like anxiety inducing and traumatic to me because I know exactly what happens. It's just kind of hilarious, slightly comical, and every time I read it, I discover something new and funny about the series. Yeah. Do you, Do you think also like really it's quite comforting? Go on, someone. <laughs> oh, oh, what's the what's the character's name? Landon. The stepbrother. Landon. That's the only thing that makes me really angry. That Well, not the only thing, but that's the thing that really makes me angry, how they treated him, how they kept using him and just being dicks to him. And then he was like, well, I'm glad you're married. Congratulations. <laughs> Keep using me. I have no personality. <laughs> Betty, do you think that you that you find after so comforting because Harden is so, like, predictable in his anger? Like, no matter what happens, he's always going to Yeah, I was talking to George about this. Yeah, like burning yeah, a house I was talking down. to George about yeah. this, right? Um, sometimes, like, everybody's always like, well, why do you read books about violent men, blah, 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 right? And it's like, because when you read a book about a violent, angry man, you know that the author has probably set a boundary that the man is going to be outwardly angry to everybody but their love interest most of the time. Like, they're never going to hit, they're never going to hurt their love interest. And that's why you read about angry men, but you don't date angry men because angry men don't have the same boundaries as authors. So as much as I love reading about Hardens and um, Tristans from like Runix's series, like the angry mafia 
pieces of shit guys. Never going to find somebody like that because they don't have the moral boundaries that the authors have put in. Mm. Yeah. There's like, it's like a safe Yeah, day. it's like interesting to read because I know that no one's going to get hurt. Yeah, so like when you think like, like, oh, like why am I into all of these characters that are murderers? And you think like, well, real murderers in real life probably wouldn't kill with the description exactly. that these people do. They don't only kill bad people like all the murderers in books do. And that's why AFTA is a comfort read to me. And it's hilarious. It's good. He does. He actually. He actually does fuck her like a lot, though. Like he's pretty fucking cruel to her. He's I'm not hard. defending his actions. I'm it's just so saying I enjoy reading it. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything? No, else I think to that say? was it. No, don't say it. Leave for the next episode that we're going to record <laughs> in about five minutes. Otherwise, we're going to run out of shit to say. And it's yeah. going to be a terrible episode. Okay, okay guys. I don't know. What are we reading I next week? I don't know because last last time I published an episode, I don't we know, because we're actually out of we time. We also said now. the wrong thing. We said that El Sparrow was coming on. El Sparrow had yeah. already been on, so I feel like we should just not say anything now. You'll find out. I'm pretty sure it's the. Dragon I don't know. You'll Bride. find out when it's published. I think we're up to the. It, I don't true. know if it's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think that's true. Everything's out of time because we're pushing things back as the more we record. Okay. Anyway, whatever. We're we're we'll reading next something week. next week. Yeah, catch ya. Catch you on the flip. It's going to be a surprise. What are we doing? We don't know. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team. Thank you.